The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton and what a... What a time in our life it is. We want to talk today about gratitude. Now, this show is about combating human trafficking, labor, sex trafficking, social media exploitation, child pornography, sextortion, all kinds of criminal activities. So what the heck does that have to do with gratitude? Well, part of it I'm doing just for myself, okay, because these are interesting times in the fight against sex trafficking. Uh, You know, things are crazy out there, just in case you happen to be listening to this in archive, and a lot of people do listen to these through archive. This is being recorded at what I hope is the height and almost the end of the COVID-19 virus. Uh, pandemic. However, I'm starting to believe that this could go on for months and months and months and maybe years. This is being recorded in the middle of July. By the way, you can call into this show. I do know that uh, probably 80% of our listeners listen by archive. I see that all the time in my stats. And that's okay because this show is global and it goes out at different times across the world. Uh, But if you do want to call in, it's 866-472-5788. And I'll give it again at the top of the next uh, break. Why do I want to talk about gratitude? Because uh, I read something that I thought was helpful. Um, Melody Beatty, I don't know her, but she has some really good sayings out. I have a couple of them from her. But it says that gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion into clarity. Uh, Brilliant words. I don't know the lady at all, but I appreciate that concept. Because right now, we're all trying to figure out how to survive this. It's an interesting time in our lives. Million Kids uh, brings you this show, and that is a 501c3 nonprofit out of Riverside, California. Although we're a national organization, we're a small organization, as many of these organizations go. We were one of the early pioneers in combating human trafficking. I've been at it since 2008. I personally have trained over 400,000 people, uh, written a couple of books. You know, we have a couple of our radio shows, this one, the podcast, and then we have the one in Southern California on AM 590, the answer. (laughs) But uh, anyway, uh, we have done a tremendous work over the last 10, 12 years. And that has not just been because of me. It's also because of some people who have dedicated their lives because they care deeply about kids. And uh, one of them was Susie, our social media marketer, and uh, really gave a lot and uh, believed in the cause and like that. And 
uh, you know, all of these people, uh, we have a different social media marketer now, Kleiss, um, Chris Kleiss, and, uh, it, you know, he also runs a nonprofit and so can able to assist us part time. We are all struggling, and the fight against sex trafficking is struggling. I don't know any other way to put it. I just get up every day and hand it to God. This company would not be in business if it was not at the grace of God. And, uh, you know, this is not a religious organization, and nor is this a religious show, but I will tell you that we would not be where we are without that. And without some very fine people who have built and supported this over time. However, we really are at a crossroads. And so is the entire business of sex trafficking. More and more need ever than ever before. I take leads Every day now of parents who call in, they have some kid that has spent time on the Internet, uh, you know, and, and they're being blackmailed or they've sent some naked photos they shouldn't send. And uh, they're trying to figure out how to help the kid through the maze of being able to report it. And so many of our law enforcement agencies have been cut back way back and uh, are unable to deliver so many of those services. Every time I see this, uh, these articles about defunding police, I, I just shudder. I think that is our kids. That's our future. You know, that is very shallow thinking to think that defunding police is going to fix a problem. These are crimes that affect our most precious people, our teenagers, our kids that end up on the internet getting violated and then, you know, there's very few places to go. I shared that with you because last week I shared one of the, one of the things that's going on is that that they've announced a, a cutting of $150 million out of the LAPD budget. Now, I'm not in Los Angeles County, <clears throat> thank God, but anyway, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm about 60 miles east of LA and 90 miles miles north of uh, San Diego. I digress, sorry. But, uh, you know, to take $150 million out of a law enforcement agency is literally to castrate it and, uh, you know, to get it to bare bones services. The problem with that is that that these hardcore, long-fought investigations are the first to suffer because you don't see it. It isn't, they're not people out on the street. These are undercover officers that'll spend an, a year or two breaking up these large scale child pornography rings that are affecting children in your neighborhood. Uh, there was a ring that broke up out of South Korea a while back and had over a million pedophiles that were collecting images. They paid Bitcoin to be part of it. It was a subscription service. And you say, well, what's that got to do with anything out here in California? Because there were perpetrators from over 23 countries, and many of them are right here in Southern California. With the internet, this is why my book is called Societal Shift, A World Without Borders. With the internet, they're absolutely... It doesn't matter where you live. So those are the kinds of crimes that take hour upon hour of grinding through Internet research 
And when you defund police, those are the first ones. The kids in your neighborhood will be the first to be affected. Well, now there's another one, another headline out there, and I read it. Now, this is an opinion piece, so it isn't finalized. But they're also after the L.A. County Sheriff. Keep in mind you have LAPD. That covers only the central of L.A. That's where they defunded $140-some million. Then you have all those outlying towns. And then you have the L.A. County Sheriff, which they're now talking about taking away the funds for that human trafficking task force. Hasn't been done, but it's being talked about. We posted all this, by the way, on Million Kids' Facebook site, Million Kids' Facebook site. And uh, and in that, I want you to go there and see those articles. I don't normally post opinion articles. Uh, I believe in facts and like that. However, I do believe that it's important for people to understand what is at stake. So this is about gratitude, and why am I talking about gratitude? Because I look at our little organization, and right now our little organization is in the worst place it's ever been in our lives. We have uh, some incredible challenges that I cannot talk about that we have never faced before. But we have to be able to know who we are and what we stand for. And no matter how bad the adversity, and I think this is an important lesson for you to teach your children. Your children have never really been in a place of extreme adversity before. If they were born after 2020, excuse me, 2000 even, they have not seen the incredible adversity that they're currently starting to experience. And so I think that this is a tremendous time for us to teach teenagers about the value of gratitude, even for the hard times. It is these hard times, and trust me, they are hard. It is these hard times that build leadership, that build character of who you are and what you stand for of knowing when everybody else and everything is against you, of being able to know who you are and what you stand for and knowing that you can stand right before God and say, I did my best. That is how you build character. That is important because our kids are on the internet and they are building relationships and they want more than they have. They take chances. It's called the easy money scheme. And we're going to talk about how this plays out in sex trafficking. Right now, all of us are taking a look and saying, where are we going? And, you know, is there going to be school in the fall? Uh, Think about how that's impacting charter schools and private schools. If they're just going to be trained at home online, why pay that big tuition? Uh, if you're going to do it yourself, and that's going to put many charter schools and many Christian schools out of business. There are many restaurants that were closed and closed and closed, and they hung on by their teeth, and they tried to survive, and then they were allowed to reopen, and they ordered all that inventory. And out here in California, in one hour, they were told to get rid of all that inventory and close down again. How does a business person survive this? In me and kids' case, we haven't made a public presentation since March 12th. 
March 12th. So it's four months. And now they're almost all of our future presentations are being canceled. Some are being replaced by Zoom. You know, but we haven't looked eye to eye with the public. That means that our donations are down. That means that our book selling is down. And that means that we are totally dependent on the generosity of people who want this mission to continue. But it is a very difficult time. And as I see that task forces all throughout Southern California are being threatened and being pulled back, and organizations like myself cannot make a living, then I say to myself, how do we survive this and how we go forward? Well, I want to say one more time, thank you, Melody Beatty, whoever you are. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough, and we will survive this. It turns denial into acceptance and chaos into order and confusion into clarity. It is this time that we have to search our soul and know who we are and what we stand for and find that strength, you know, whether it's through prayer, whether it's through meditation, whether it's through setting with others and, and sharing with others, whether it is just standing before God and saying, thank you, I know you will take care of us. You always have, you always will, and you will not abandon the mission of keeping kids safe from predators. And I believe that it is those times that we have to literally appreciate the times of hardship. Hardship is not fun, but it is also the thing that builds character and builds that strength that we need to go on when others are quitting. And that is really the bottom line that we need to teach our children. We cannot allow our children to take the easy road, that easy money thing where you go out there and somebody else gives you money. When you start doing that in that kind of case, you're easy for exploitation. My name is Opal Singleton. This show is called Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about gratitude, so stay with us. It'll get better. We'll be right back. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. 
Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about the role of gratitude in the fight against human trafficking. I had quoted Melody Beatty. I I wanted to go on and finish her quote because it is powerful and it has meant a lot to me. Uh, it, it, I had said it turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion into clarity. It turns problems into gifts and failures into success. The unexpected into perfect timing and mistakes into important events. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. I want to uh, elaborate on that from a standpoint of dealing with uh, human trafficking and and what makes a person a victim or a person that is easy to exploit or makes a person a warrior, someone who's strong and can stand against exploitation. You know, I... I have found in my life that there are givers and there are takers. 
And those people that are takers are never happy. It's a fascinating thing because all of us that are givers give to takers thinking that if we can just give them enough, they'll learn to be happy. But taking is a mindset. Taking is a sense of mental capacity that says "I uh, people owe me. I've been victimized and people owe me. And you can either be victim or victor. And uh, what I find is those people that are takers will never be able to have enough to be grateful. It'll always be one, but you didn't give me this or you gave them more. You know, Uh, I can't do it myself. Um, People took advantage of me. Uh, People owe me. It, It was an interesting day in my life when a counselor sat down with me. His name was Dr. Gary Jorgensen and tremendous counselor that he was. I don't know where he is today or if he's even still alive. He was up in Utah at University of Utah, and uh, I I highly valued him. Uh, and I'll remember the day that he said I was responsible for my own happiness, not my husband. And I'm like, wait a minute, you know, what are you, what are you talking about? Of course, my husband's supposed to make me happy. That's what husbands do. No, that does not work. What you find out is I need to be happy of my own person, and he needs to be happy of his own person. You really cannot make another person happy. And that may be confusing to you at the time. I'm not saying this like I'm the person that said it, by the way. I don't know where Dr. Jorgensen got it, but uh, he probably read it from somebody else. But it makes a lot of sense. You see, one of the ways that kids get to be violated is they are looking for someone else to take care of them, to be responsible for them. And it's a fascinating thing in parenting. It's easy for me to sit here and tell you how to parent a teenager. I don't happen to have one right now in my life, although I've been there. But it is tough, you know, because up until the time that they're teenagers, they are dependent on you, and you teach them that. A good parent will teach them independence and teach them independent thinking, and teach them to be responsible for their own happiness. You see, what happens is that these kids go on the air, they go on the internet, and they go, I'm bored, or mom's mad at me, or mom and dad are getting a divorce, or I'm home alone sick, and that puts them right out there. They are looking for someone else to make them happy. The scary part about what goes on in the mentality of social media and I'm not against technology don't don't take me wrong if you've read either of my books you know that I think technology is an amazing thing and this is an amazing time to be alive but part of the problem there is what they call that social validation feedback loop you know we're feeling bad about ourselves so we go out and we post something and we wait for people to tell us that we're special and that we're wonderful and that we're looking good And our happiness depends on how many likes and how many followers that we have. Now, as adults, most of us are mature enough to sort through that that does not equate to self-worth. 
But if you're 12 and 13 years old and your mom and dad are unemployed or in a fight or not doing well or you've been moved or you just don't fit in at school, what do you do? You go on the Internet and you look for other people to like you. And that makes you a sitting duck for recruitment. They will come in. Wow, baby, you are hot. Meet me over on Instagram. Keep sending those videos. I'll talk to my boss. We'll see if we can get you a contract. And the fantasy relationship begins. The way that you develop self-worth is you know who you are and what you stand for and with that starts with the concept of being grateful for all that you have recognizing that you are better off than most people and most people in the U.S. are better off than most people around the world. Even if you're poor, even if you're struggling, we're all still better off than some of those people in Bangladesh. Okay, I can't say that word, Bangladesh. I, bet I need to pick on Peru. <laughs> anyway, something I can say. Uh, you notice I avoid Nicaragua. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> anyway, but it is that gratitude that will be the difference of whether your child is a giver or taker. I've never met a person who's happy, who is a taker. They never have enough. And it's always someone else's fault. Uh, It's never their fault. All the ways that they have been done wrong and and like that. And they will never be happy people. I don't want to be around people who are like that. But more important in the work of sex trafficking, it will make you a victim. It will make you easy to recruit. And it will literally change your ability to be strong of character. One of the things that I have noticed in my working with teenagers, and up until March 15th, I trained a lot of schools, and uh, I'm grateful for the life that God had given me. He didn't give us a lot of money to do it, but he gave us faithful donors that were there in supporting our work. And one of my observations is just how healthy most of our young people are. They want to stay safe on the Internet, and they want to be leaders to their younger brothers and sisters. They'll come up to me all the time and go, you know, I'm really worried about my 10-year-old sister. Mom and Dad can't keep her off TikTok, and she's doing some scary stuff on there. Now, this kid probably didn't do anything scary when they were that age, but it is the important thing there is that they are caring about somebody else, and they are more concerned about someone else than their own uh, you know what the, what they will tell you is I wish I'd known what you told me a month ago or can they get a, a, a naked photo off Snapchat yes they can this is the reason why I'm so grateful for uh, Steve Bray and Steve Peak and the people that are helping us put our documentary together. Our documentary is in the works. I've already done the first filming. Uh, the scripts are being written uh, right now. They're working on a developing. They're going to have a case in it. It will be a full-length film. You talk about something to be grateful for. I am so grateful that as COVID was on there, we were able to put together a deal where we could fund and and. Uh, Giving University is our partner on it, and they helped us fund it. And we have an amazing producer in Stephen and Masha uh, Peak. 
award-winning producers, and this is going to be something. I am grateful for this because kids don't want to be violated. Kids want to be leaders. And it is up to us parents and up to us civic leaders and nonprofit leaders to provide them the resources to understand how the Internet is made, how these new technologies are going to work, and how to protect the next generation. You see, most of our kids are givers, not takers. Now, if they're takers, it's because we trained them to be that way. And they're not going to be happy people. We're going to understand that. But there are a lot of leaders out there that are young people who are givers, who want to lead, who want to take the next generation and say, wow, are you going to have an opportunity? But you be careful out there and let me help you. And it is the work of million kids to show them how, to show what these new technologies. We have tens of thousands of hours of research. We are grateful for partners like uh, Global Intelligence up there in Canada, Adam Mosher and Steve Burns, that has created software that can begin to go out and scrape the Internet and help find those photos of kids that have made mistakes and began to prosecute pedophiles that are harming them. It is those kinds of partners, those kinds of leaders, that when the going gets tough, we all get going, and we stand there. The rest can sit there and say, oh, poor me, but that isn't going to be one of us. We want to be leaders, and we want to teach our kids to be leaders, and we want to raise a generation of kids that don't mind hardship because they know they're going to be better people when this is over. My name is Opal Singleton, and this show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We appreciate you so much. Please stay with us, and we will be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents 
educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton. This show is brought to you by Million Kids. That is M-I-L-L-I-O-N. The reason it is called Million Kids is because more than one million kids are exploited each year around the world are being trafficked. And that is the purpose of our organization, is to keep kids safe from predators. I'd encourage you to go to Facebook and find Million Kids and hit like. Uh, we post cases on there regularly. We post, uh, keep you up to date about what is happening. Uh, the information about defunding uh, law enforcement offices are on there uh, and some of the new laws that are out there and then some of the recent cases are out there. So it's a great way to stay current. Also, I'd encourage you to go to millionkids.org and all of these shows are archived at our other website, which is exploitedcrimes.com exploitedcrimes.com we have over a hundred hours of free podcasts if you go to exploitedcrimes.com go all go to listen go all the way down there's over a hundred hours of free podcasts on there that you can can go through you know when the male is uh, being violated when the female is the perpetrator how's uh, artificial intelligence going to affect it about money laundering uh, about foreign national sex trafficking gangs labor trafficking cases uh, uh, the big uh, gang trafficking and how gang trafficking is now operating a lot out of prison operating sex trafficking rings of our children out of prison all of those shows are archived at exploitedcrimes.com if you would go and listen well where I want to go with this is I want to talk a little bit about gratitude from the standpoint that it's not happiness that brings us gratitude but gratitude that brings us happiness it teaches to appreciate both the rainbow and the storm I think that that is an important uh, quote it's a it's the healthiest of all human emotions. This is Zig Ziglar saying this. See you at the top, Zig Ziglar. Anyway, the more you express gratitude for what you have, the more likely you will have even more to express gratitude for. And I believe that with all my heart. A lack of gratitude discounts the good in your life. And that's really what I want to talk about from the standpoint of your kids. This is really important to understand. Kids that 
are lacking gratitude will be easy to recruit on the internet. They are those victim thinkers, the oh, poor me, I've been abused. The truth is, every one of us have seen some sort of hard times. Every one of us. Now, truthfully, some of us have seen more hard times than others. But it is an interesting thing because what I find is it is not the hard times that define you. It is your decision to be happy in the hard times that will define you. Your decision to be self-responsible in the hard times, that will define you. If you, what you see is you see children that are out there going, oh, poor me, I got hurt, they did this to me, Uh, they owe me, Uh, they're responsible for the fact that I'm miserable. They will be the first children to be recruited because that mentality is like a magnet to a Geiger counter. Does that work that way? (laughs) That probably isn't a good analogy. But you get what I'm saying. Perpetrators will look for that. They will look for, you know, uh, I'm in trouble again, or I'm bored, or I'm lonely. All of those are self-pity kind of thinking. And it will make them easy to be taken advantage of. You see, what happens in grooming is our kids want somebody else to make them happy. Quite frankly, some of our adults do that too. They have a you owe me attitude. And the minute that you have a you owe me attitude, you are going to open yourself up to a perpetrator who will come in and go, oh, you're right, baby, I'll take care of you. Being taken care of comes at an enormous price. If you are not going to be responsible for your own happiness, you are going to be exploited over and over and over again. Being happy is a decision you make. And it's important that our children learn that very, very young. It's important that they learn to earn their own way, to be able to do. I always say, every time you do what's right instead of what's easy, then you get stronger. It's like preparing for a marathon. Nobody has ever said life is going to be easy. Nobody ever said that. We take it for granted. And in fact, this attitude that parents uh, have raised their children with is, I don't want my children to endure the hardship that I had to go through. Really? That's what gave you character. And what kind of child are you going to build if they don't learn to have discipline and set goals and long-term accomplishments of their own that nobody gave them? You get character by earning character, and it is that simple. Your children will, will see what you're all about by what you live rather than what you say. That is Dr. Wayne Dyer. I've been reading him all my life. I'm very, very grateful for uh, the thoughts. I thought I should order Dr. Dyer's book. I don't even know if he's still alive. I need to look him up. This is, this is taking you back a long time ago, but those were valuable thoughts that I read as a teenager that Dr. Dyer put in my heart because I struggled as a teenager. I wasn't born into money. I was even born into a, a solid uh, you know, uh, moral family, although I had a family that loved me. 
But I had to learn to make my own way, and I haven't always done it right. I've made plenty of mistakes, mistakes that I regret, mistakes that I wish had done differently. All of us will do that. One of the things that is important to understand in this conversation is there's a difference between making mistakes and being a mistake. And that is one of the biggest elements in kids getting recruited. You know, we all make mistakes. We learn from our mistakes and we say, well, I screwed that up, (laughs) you know. And, yep, I'm human, and that ain't pretty, and I'll probably pay a price for that, but I'll learn from it. That's a lot different. There's a big difference between failing and being flawed. Being flawed says, I am a mistake. And if your child is coming from that point of view that says, I am a mistake, they will also be a taker, not a giver, because they will believe that they're incapable of achieving themselves. They will feel like damaged goods. They will feel like they will never be as good as other people. And so then they look for other people to fix that and make them happy. The way that you build character is you sit down with your child and you set small goals and you don't give them everything they want. You teach them to acquire what they can themselves. And that includes doing what's good for other people. The one of the ways that you be happy, that you be happy, you like that language? Anyway, one of the ways that you will be happy is to do for others. You know, help others be more important than yourself. The work of me and kids is about helping others. You know, being able to use our expertise, our prevention, our intervention, being able to sit with parents and say, this is tough and this is your way through it and we will help you, but it will not be easy. But it is that way. I think about this because I deal with sextortion a lot. I have several situations going right now. And what will happen is that child will send that naked photo thinking they're going to please that person on the other end, especially if that child's 8, 9, 10 years old, you know, and they won't tell you that they're being blackmailed. Why? Because they sent it because they wanted to be liked by another person. And then they won't tell you because they don't want to get that other person in trouble. And they will be victimized over and over and over. And it will not get better until they have the strength of character to come and tell someone, I made a mistake. Can you help me fix it? And I help me get out of this so I am stronger. That is the story of sextortion. They send those photos because they develop a fantasy image of somebody on the Internet And they send it believing that person is now going to like them. What they're looking for is like and approval and love from another human being rather than getting it out of their own character. And this is a a very big subject and a very difficult subject. But it is the way we teach our kids to have that strength of character. To ha- you know, this is one reason, by the way, when I hear the, uh, foster kids talk. Not all fa- foster kids, the kids that survive foster care 
are some of the most resilient on earth. Now, I believe the foster care system is broken. The very concept that the government can raise a child better than a parent is a flawed concept. But it is the way our society is structured and, and social services does the best they can. But the thing of it is, is that those kids that are foster kids, they will tell you, I feel less than. They are more than because those kids are survivors. They, many of those kids come out of there. Yes, there are many of them that are victims that get victimized in the worst ways. But many of them come out and they are the today's leaders. They are the ones with character. They are the ones that said, I am not going to succumb to my circumstances. I am going to discipline myself. I am going to be strong. I am going to believe in myself. I'm going to set small goals and accomplish them. And every time I do what's right instead of what's easy, I will come out a leader. And it is those foster kids that are the most resilient kids out there, and I'm proud of them. So it is a challenging time in our society. We have to make a decision. Are we going to be grateful for hard times, or are we going to succumb and lick our wounds? This is Opal Singleton, and it is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We have one more segment, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child's safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. 
This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about the role of gratitude in preparing your child so that they will not be so susceptible on the Internet or so susceptible to that grooming process. You know, uh, we were talking about the fact that there are givers and takers, and it is the takers that will end up being the people who are exploited because they put themselves out there with the idea that somebody else is going to give them something free or some that they uh, deserve to uh, have other people give them things. I've often thought in my life, and uh, I've had many life's experience at my age, but I've often seen many people who get an inheritance or uh, grandma dies and the family gets in a fight and they get a bunch of attorneys and they spend a lot of money divvying up money and uh, whatever perceived uh, misdeed that has been done to them and the attorneys end up with all the money but the same way with people who win the lottery what you see is it goes very very quickly money that you don't earn goes very very quickly and you don't appreciate it the same as the money that you earn because it isn't the money that you're earning it is the character that you're earning as you discipline yourself and accomplish something I just want to take a few minutes here in the last uh, few minutes of this show to say how much I appreciate all the people that have supported me and kids over the last 10 years. You know, we would not be here today. This is a community of people who are givers, and I so much appreciate that. They are people who care about our young people and don't want them to be exploited. You know, the list goes on and on of the people that keep us on the air people that keep it so that we can continue to do the work of talking to parents or kids and educating kids and getting the books out and getting the documentary out and and literally doing the Million Kids Missing Kids program that we do. We can't do this without a team of you folks out there. I'm just one person, and I'm not all that wonderful and powerful, okay? 
I just do what I do because I believe that God wants this corporation to survive. I am going to ask for your prayers over the next few weeks. Uh, We are headed into some very hard times. We have now gone four months with very little income, almost no book sales. By the way, if you want to buy a book, go to uh, millionkids.org in order to seduce or uh, um, societal shift. I'll sign them and send them to you, okay? And all of that will help fund. But I I see that we are now, we thought, okay, we can survive this because it's only been four or five weeks. But now it's starting to look like this could go into the end of the year. People are canceling live uh, conferences left and right. Shared Hope canceled this week. Uh, Really broke my heart. They're an amazing organization. And some of your big conferences that we normally would speak at, we're having very few going in, coming into the fall. So this could go on for a very long time. So I believe in the work of me and kids. I believe that God will put his arms around us and protect us somehow. But if you can help support the work of me and kids, I would truly, truly appreciate it. These are by far the hardest times of our life. You can do that by either going to meandkids.org and getting our P.O. box and sending us a check, or just go to meandkids.org and hit uh, hit uh, donate, and I would appreciate that a whole lot, a very whole lot, I tell you. We don't know how long we're going to have to survive this like this, but I am grateful. You know, these are hard times, and it is hard to be grateful for hard times, but it is also what tells us if you're a person who will do what it takes to survive and do the will of God one way or the other, we are going to continue somehow, some way to make this happen. At the very least, you all donated, and the documentary is being filmed. It is being done. Uh, it won't come out till February of next year. We want to get it out there in time to get it out to all the schools, assuming we have schools next year. That's still up in there. In there. I am grateful to work with law enforcement. I'm grateful for our law enforcement and those people willing to continue to fund our law enforcement. When I see the defunding of law enforcement across America and here in California, it breaks my heart because what you can't see are kids who will not get rescued and gang members who will not be put away and kids who will be violated in the worst ways because there is not enough help to go out there and find them and do the investigation and do the district attorney work, the prosecutorial work to get them to court and get them funded and get them uh, prosecuted. So thank you so much for each and every one of you. Gratitude, I believe, is the most important factor in strengthening our kids so they will not be victims of crime, victims of predators. They will not fall for those pedophiles and pimps that are playing on the internet. If they are responsible for their own happiness, if they can feel good about who they are and what they stand for. And if you see your child being a taker, not a giver, it's not too late to change it. They are never going to be a happy person as a taker. You can give them everything you want, but they will be miserable. So let's make givers of our kids. Let's make leaders of our kids. I'd encourage you folks this week to stop and put your arms around your family, all of them, your spouse, your husband, your kids, your grandkids, and your grandma and your grandpa. 
Treat them as family and treat them good. Let them know how proud you are of them and how proud you are to be part of a family that glorifies God and stands in the way of knowing, in the place of knowing that you're going to do what's right instead of what's easy. You folks have a great week. Give your kids a lot of love, and I'll talk to you next Thursday at 7 a.m. California time. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.